Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again. It is Friday. I hope you guys are having had a great week. Kind of, kind of a great way to end it. I am live a little sooner than normal, but it's all good. We're going to talk about some things, man. Ryan Fitzy retiring. How do you guys feel about that? Does he need to retire on a one day, you know, retirement with the Bills? I mean, he's been on so many teams. Are the Bills the most dear to him, right? That's one thing to look at. We just signed ourselves a new receiver, baby. It is our guy. We can call him our guy now. Is Tavon Austin to the Bills. Who is he pushing off this roster? Is he going to push someone off this roster? It's possible, baby. Let's go. We're going to talk about it today. And I got a simple question for y'all, man. Does Josh Allen have a chip on his shoulder? An even bigger one. And I asked this question. And let me get right into it. I asked this question. Because we recently saw our guy, Josh Allen, the new budding star, Josh Allen. He's, he's becoming a star, man. He's on TV. People are loving him. I mean, it's, it's, uh, he's a superstar. It's that simple. He is a superstar. With, super, with superstar stardom, there's more cameras in your face, more pressure on you. You feel me? So there's a lot of things going on. But we're we going to get into that in just a, just a little bit. But we got to jump in right off the bat and and let you guys know that if you guys aren't jumping on Dynasty Fantasy Football, what are y'all waiting for? I just had my man Pierre hit me up and I see all the things that are going on. I see the messages that are happening right now. And he hit up, uh, I guess my man Akeem has joined, joined the Dynasty. So Akeem is on the clock and my man drafted got 24 hours to draft. This is the beautiful thing. It's not like you got 60 seconds of pressure's on. You got 24 hours to make your decision and draft. So this is a process. If you guys aren't all over this dynasty, I'm telling you, this is the route to go. But don't let me tell you about it. Don't let me tell you about it. Listen up for yourself. You've never experienced fantasy football quite like this. Unlike the other fantasy football platforms, Dynasty Owner uses real NFL salaries and salary cap, bench scoring, clutch scoring systems, and a variety of other options to make Dynasty Owner unlike any other fantasy football experience you've ever had. Do you have what it takes to be the best Dynasty Owner in the league? Download the Dynasty Owner app on the App Store or Google Play today to find out. I'm telling you right now, man, jump all over that. It is going to be fun. Uh, if you guys are into fantasy and you guys are, are all about it, let me know. I love fantasy. I'm a, I'm a big fan of fantasy. And um, there are times I'm not, I will never say I'm an expert in fantasy, but I dabble enough to, you know, man, I've won a couple leagues in my, in my day. Uh, and I've come, I've, I've actually been in the playoffs every year that I've been doing this for a long time as I can't remember the last time I did not make the playoff. Um, uh, but 
I haven't brought the chip home in a minute. So I need to bring that back. But anyway, let me get right into the chatter. Ryan Fitzpatrick. We all love Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, you know what I mean? We always hear it, the Harvard grad, super intelligent. Uh, he's been on a lot of teams, man. He's been on a lot of teams. I think he's been what? He's been in the league now, what? I think we're going on 16 years, 16 or 17 years. Um, very impressive uh, for my guy, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now, uh, one thing I do remember about Ryan Fitzpatrick is that monster deal at the time that he signed with the Bills. I think it was like a $59 million extension, right? And I was like, holy crow, that boy got paid. Could you imagine? <laughs> the the days that, you know what I'm saying, we, we think a player again getting paid back in the day and what they're getting paid now, it is absolutely insane. So uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick has announced, I mean, I mean, I don't know if he's officially, officially announced, but the word is that he's retiring. Um, and uh, Fred Jackson was all over it. And uh, we seem to, I think it's, it's, it's pretty much a done deal, right? So I, I feel like it makes sense for him to retire a bill. Does it not? He's not going to retire a freaking Cincinnati Bengal. Give it a break. He's not going to retire Miami Dolphin. He's not going to retire Tampa Bay Buck. I mean, there's, there's several of the places my brother been, that brother's been to. I mean, let me look it up uh, because I can't keep track. He's been he's been quite quite a few places. Um, but at the end of the day, the most memorable and I think the, the most potent that he's ever been was with the Buffalo Bills, like a, a clear cut starter, not having to, you know, what I mean jump in and take somebody's spot. So Ryan Fitzpatrick is always going to have a, a near and dear place in our hearts, right? So the one question I have for you guys is, what is your fondest memory of Ryan Fitzpatrick? What is your fondest memory? It doesn't even have to be him being a Buffalo Bill, right? It could be him on the, like my man uh, John said, he's he's on the Commanders. I forgot he was a Commander at one point. Actually, just recently he was on the Commanders. But I think he's been on like eight teams. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna double check to see. I gotta make sure. So St. Louis, he started his career in St. Louis. Jeez, I thought he started in Cincinnati for crying out loud. So he started in St. St. Louis. Then he went to Cincinnati. Then Buffalo. Then Tennessee. Then Houston. Then the Jets. I forgot about that. Then Tampa. Miami, Washington, nine freaking teams, man, nine teams. Oh my gosh. So what is your fondest memory of Ryan Fitzpatrick? I got, I got a, I got a couple in the tuck right now and it doesn't have to be necessarily him as a, a bill, but the one that stands out to me is that comeback victory. That comeback victory against the, the Patriots, we were down and we came back with a, with a was it a, a Sean Nelson? Not Sean Nelson. Uh, David Nelson. A David Nelson touchdown that got us over the edge. That was, listen, I was losing my ish because we're like, we beat the Patriots, Fitzy, and we weren't a very good team. We weren't a very good team. You know what I'm saying? But we came in and beat that team um, with, with that craziness, right? So that was one of them. That's one of them that stands out to me. Another one that stands out to me. We bring in Terrell Owens to the Bills, right? Another team that wasn't very good. 
But we were we tried to be as competitive possible, as competitive as possible. We are on the one freaking yard line. I don't know if you guys remember this. I think I think we we're playing the Jaguars. I believe it was the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're on the one yard line. Deshaun Watson, excuse me. I've got I've got my man um Terrell Owens on the bottom of the screen. And you knew it was going there. Even the announcers were like, hey, watch Terrell Owens at the bottom of the screen. One-on-one? Are you kidding me? You're going to go one-on-one with Terrell Owens? Are you nuts? What does Terrell Owens do? He does what he does. And Fitzy cocks back, lets it fly. Terrell Owens does the rest. 99-yard freaking play. I think that's the longest in Bill's history to this day. So shout-out to Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, for that. So I gave you two Bills, two Bills memories and I'll give you I'll give you a third one. I think the one that uh, I'll give you four. One one that really stands out to me is when he decided to go to a press conference in gold chains, shirt open. I was like, yo, who is this guy? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yo, this guy is legit. He's legit. And he's a likable guy. And he's always had love for Buffalo. I mean, and here's the fourth. The fourth memory I'm going to come up with is our perfect game against the Pats. Perfect game against the perfect offensive game against the Pats. And what does he do? He's in the stand, just cheering for everybody. He's shirtless. And you know he's got love for Buffalo. So there's only one place for him to sign that final contract and retire a mother effing Buffalo Bill. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. Come home and retire a Buffalo Bill. It's that simple, folks. It is that simple. So shout out to a, a great career. A great career. I mean, you you weren't slated to be, you were never slated to be like a starting quarterback, right? You were just the, uh, you know what I'm saying, a, a serviceable backup quarterback, but you've parlayed your way to a starting position with the Bills, and you've earned your way into starting positions by beating out other players. I mean, you got to give it to me. Your, your job was never safe. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it real. Your job was never safe with Ryan Fitzpatrick because he might... F around and take your damn job. So you got to give it to him, man. You got to give it to him. So Ryan Fitzpatrick, he finishes his career. Let me just let me just get that down completely. So he finishes with his career with 34,990 yards with 223 touchdowns against 169 interceptions. Folks, that's a pretty damn good career. Finishes with a 60% completion percentage. You can't, you can't go, you can't go wrong with that. By the way, shout out to everybody noticing that my, my connection is much better today. I don't know what the heck was going last week. And I had such an epic rant about the bills and their audio. And then my audio, excuse me, my video wasn't good. I couldn't put that out. So I might, I might have to remake that rant so I can put it out because my connection is good today. Anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that part out. But um, yo, big shout out, a big shout out. Uh, to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, but I mean, I don't think there's any other place that he had a better career. And that's, that's the bills. He's had his best career with the bills. He had a 3000 yard passing season with the bills. Then he had a 30, then he backed it up with 3,800, a 3,800 yard passing touchdown, a passing uh, season with the bills. And I think he topped that actually with the jets. He had just shy of 4,000 yards with the jets. Then he had another one with Miami he threw for 3,500 yards, dude. When he, the dude was getting older and he was putting in work, man. So you've got to give him credit. You've got to give him credit, man. So shout out to him. How many years did he play? 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 15, 16, 17 seasons. 
17 seasons for Ryan Fitzpatrick. So shout out to you, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You're you're not a Hall of Famer. <laughs> John, don't even try it. John's trying to say Hall of Famer? Stop it. Stop your nonsense. You're not a Hall of Famer, but you you will be a, a, a Hall of Fame to a lot of Bills fans in terms of what you brought to, you know, I mean, to the Bills and your constant love and and just a good, just a good dude, man. Just a straight good dude. So much, much love and appreciation to my man, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Congratulations on a great, a great career. Solid career. Solid career. You can't even hit on that. He's he's one of the, you know what? Q said it best. One of the greatest journeymen ever. You know what? That is a freaking, he might be. I don't know many journeymen that were, that, that, that have gone so many places, but just have been solid everywhere. Everywhere he goes, you can put, you can put some respect on his name. And that is Ryan Fitzpatrick. So shout out to Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's a, a hell of a career, man. He's, again, there's a lot of people that love Ryan Fitzpatrick. And it would have been so cool. It would have been so dope for Ryan Fitzpatrick at one point for him to come back to Buffalo and be the backup quarterback. It would have been nice. You know what I'm saying? To have, you know what I'm saying, Josh Allen with Ryan Fitzpatrick behind him. I, I'll tell you, man, Josh Allen is very secure in his position, but I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm sure at one point he would have been looking behind his shoulder because Ryan Fitzy, you know what I mean? You can't trust that man. He's ready to take your job at any time, but I'm sure it wouldn't have ever happened with the Bills. But what it wouldn't have been nice to have Ryan Fitzpatrick as a backup to the Bills. But anyway, great job on a career, career well done, sir. Enjoy retirement. And uh, maybe you uh, you come back in some type of way and join Chris Brown and uh and join freaking uh, Steve Tasker at the at the table, and you guys can chop it up all day. You know what I'm saying? So we'll go from there, man. So appreciate the love that uh, that fans have given you, and I've seen it. I've seen all the love that they that you get from the fans, and the, and the love that you give into the fans. So much love to Ryan Fitzy, the Amish, the Amish rifle, him himself. I love that. Uh, I got a super chat coming in from my man Jason. And what up, Jace? He says, Yo, Rico, that interview with Motor and Zebot was freaking epic. Yo, I appreciate that, man. I actually rewatched that that interview and i got it i told i i texted zbot and i was like dude when we interviewed him like we didn't rehearse anything of what we were going to ask i'll tell you right now this was like off the cuff like we were just going out and just getting a feeler we had a couple things that we wanted to ask him but for the most part that was off the cuff go with your gut ask and just have conversation i didn't want to look at it as an interview it was just chopping it up with motor singletary and i rewatched that thing and i told zbot dude we actually, I'm actually really impressed with how we how we dealt with that with that interview. I was it was actually entertaining. I'm sitting there watching it. And I was like, holy crap! I am, I almost took myself out of it that I wasn't watching myself in Z-Bot. I was just enjoying the the interview or the the conversation, and I really enjoyed that. So um, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I was it was actually really fun to me. It was stands out was how fun it was. So that's great. So uh, that's that's really cool, man. Um, Oh, we got some news. Uh, Namdi says that he's joining the Amazon Thursday Night Football team. Even better. Even better, man. You can't leave that guy on the sideline doing nothing, man. You got to talk to a guy like him. So shout out to uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So uh, moving on from Ryan Fitzpatrick, and uh, we've got to jump on to some news, right? I don't know if you guys have uh, realized, but um, folks, we have a new receiver on the Buffalo Bills, and that is former Rams receiver, former Dallas Cowboy, former Jacksonville Jacksonville Jaguars receiver, Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin joins the Bills 
let me fix that up a little bit so I can kind of get you get myself back on screen a little bit. But Tavon Austin joins the squad. Um, and how exciting is that? Um, Tavon is a he's an electric player. I mean, I don't know. I mean, let me let me let me flip this down a little bit real quick. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I used to watch collegiate players and uh and really and really go and and see who and watch highlights reggie bush stands out as one of the guys that that i really enjoy reggie bush has always been that that dude that you're like you know what that that is a legit player man like he's one of the best collegiate players that i've ever watched on tv and then you have Tavon austin i remember the hype around Tavon uh coming out of coming out of football i mean coming out of uh was, was it virginia was it virginia but the hype on that man was legit. He was one of those guys where you're afraid for him to jump on and get that football. Like if he gets that football, he's problematic. Here's the deal. The connection that we have with Tavon is don't forget that 20, that epic 2013 draft where we drafted EJ Manuel. Well, the Rams wanted Tavon Austin. They took him in the, in the top 10 pick, right? We dropped to 13. I think they, they jumped to eighth pick, right? So, we ended up what that turned into was Chris Gregg, I believe, tight end Chris Gregg, I believe out of Arkansas, if I remember correctly. And we got Kiko Alonzo out of those picks. So um Tavon Austin got us some some decent little bill players on that squad. But at the end of the day, this guy was a big time player coming out of college. So it made a lot of sense. Five eight a buck, a what about a buck eighty-five? So you got to give love to Tavon Austin. So Tavon Austin joins. The Bills. Now, here's the question. A lot of people think, well, what's the point of bringing them on? We're too deep at receiver. Like, there's no sense in bringing them on. Let me, I'm going to give you guys a full screen. I want you, I want you guys to, to get that. What's the point of bringing on a guy like Tavon Austin? Like, what does he bring to the squad? I mean, we got, we got our core four. Crowder, Diggs, you know what I'm saying, McKenzie, and Davis. So, and then, obviously, you got Khalil Shakir that make, makes five. And then, Number six, maybe goes to Jake Kumro. So where does Tavon Austin fit? How is he going to come onto this team? And then you start figuring out, hold on a second. He's not coming to be, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a pillar of a receiver. No. He's coming on, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people share this opinion, he's coming on to return footballs. That's his gig. He's been great at it. That's what he's good for. I mean, I don't think that's what I don't, I'm not saying is that's all he's good for, but that's his that's his that's his that's his thing. That's the that's the biggest draw on Tavon Austin to this point. He's a great punt returner. He's solid. He gives me he gives me Roscoe Parrish vibes. You feel me from back in the day? So does he push for 53 man roster spot? I mean, the, the quick answer is no. Right. He's there to kind of give some to give some some i mean get some some good good competition to khalil to isaiah mckenzie and then then you've got stevenson marquez stevenson so what are we doing so and i'm gonna i'm gonna go full screen on myself for a quick second because does he have a realistic chance to make the team that's a real question and i really think he does because we don't have that legit kick return guy we don't we tried it with Marquez Stevenson. That's still a very big question mark. We tried it 
with Isaiah McKenzie. That was a question mark as well. To the point where we were bringing in Micah High to just field the kicks. It's like, fam, like when we're doing that, you know you don't have a kick returner. You know you don't have a, a freaking punt returner. So we lack in that department. So we went and drafted a rookie that fills that need. But we're not done there. We want someone that that is good for it. So if someone's going to make this roster for special teams purposes, it's Tavon Austin because that's what he does. But he's got a steep, steep hill to climb. McKenzie's pretty much embedded onto this team. You can never be too sure, but for the most part, I think he's embedded on this team until, unless something happens, right? Number two, Marquez Stevenson. Underwhelming rookie season, but it's not fair. It's his rookie season. So we need to see what he's got going into year two to really prove to us that he can do it. And if he comes in and says, yo, I am that guy, I am the, the, the quintessential guy that's going to kick return and punt return and be your dude, and that keeps you on this roster, then Stevenson should be, he should have the leg up. He should have the leg up because he's going into year two. You should. And that's what we brought you here for. But you were shaky. You were shaky. No disrespect, but you were shaky. And that's why we're in this predicament. And then you got Jay Kumro. Jay Kumro, the big body, pretty much catches everything. <laughs> and he's a great special teamer. So Tavon, as much as I'd like to have Tavon on the squad and, you know I mean, have him contribute because he doesn't only he doesn't only just kick return per, kick return and punt return he also runs the football in the from the backfield he's a gadget player he can do all the things that mckenzie can do difference is mckenzie got youth on his side mckenzie's younger right and mckenzie just got you know he got a little bit a bit of a bag so they're gonna try to keep mckenzie on the squad as receiver number four and you know what happens when you give mckenzie his opportunities he, he makes things happen you got to give it to him. The year before, last year, he had like eight total touchdowns, right? Making the most of his opportunities. So here comes Tavon Austin. Tavon is a message. That is a message to Khalil Shakir. That is a message to the whole team telling you we don't have a kicker return, palm returner. So one of you mother efforts have to step up. So I hope this message is sent and you're and it's sitting in your inbox and you better click that bitch and open it up because Tavon Austin's face is right there. And you think you think Tavon's gonna come in, you know what I'm saying, and and just you know I me mean, shit the bed? I don't think so, brother. He's coming in and try to make this roster. And he's gonna try, he's gonna do his hardest, but he's got an uphill climb. I'm not saying he's gonna make the squad, but he's gonna push. He's definitely gonna push. So Stevenson, all eyes are on you. For real. Because right now you're the odd man out. If we're trying to figure out who the de- who the damn returners got the return is going to be, so we'll see how that plays out. I think we are re- we're already set. I think Khalil is just going to be the guy that takes over. I think this is just more to solidify who we have. And if Khalil is shaky, Stevenson continues to be shaky, then maybe Tavon somehow finds a way. I mean, he didn't have a bad season last year. He did not have a bad season last year with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So. You gotta give you gotta give credit to to Tavon, man. He's still in the game. He was thirty one years of age. You know what I'm saying? He most recently was with the uh, the Dallas Cowboys and then went to the Jaguars for a year. 
So it's not like they didn't use the man. He had his biggest season in 2015 and 2016. So, I mean, it's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, he didn't have massive seasons, but it was, it was big enough for him. Those were his best seasons uh, as a pro ball player. So him coming to, to Buffalo merely is to push for that kick return, part return spot. I cannot see him pushing for anything else. And if he does, surprise, because then that puts people uh, more people on notice. But I just can't see it happening. So we'll see. Slot receiver, gadget player, same size, you know what I'm saying, as McKenzie, but McKenzie's the quicker, youthful player. So that's where the edge is there for McKenzie. But if we're pushing it and he's and he's going to be trying to get that return spot, you're going to have to beat him out. You're going to have to beat him out because I don't think there's anybody that's like, that's your that's your position. Kick return is your position to lose because nobody's got their name on that position anywhere. And I don't know if you've, you've seen that, but nobody has their position on the kick return. Who's your who's our kick returner? Do you know? You don't. Do you know who our power returner is? Because it's been it's been a revolving door. So nobody there's no there's no clear cut person returning kicks. So let's see what happens. Let us see what happens. Crossface uh, comes in with a comment. He says uh, Tavon's punt average is 8.3 yards and kick return is 18 yards for his career. That's pretty damn impressive. Eight yards on a punt return is not bad. And most people think eight yards. That's crazy. Well, you go back there and return a damn punt. <laughs> and let's see how great that let's see how great you do. You feel me? So eight eight yards is pretty is pretty decent, and eighteen yards on a on a return. I mean, I'd like it. I'd like it up to eighteen uh, to twenty, getting that twenty back. But eighteen is still respectable. It's still it's still respectable, if you will. Nothing fantastic, but still respectable. Um, so making room, obviously, when you cut someone, I mean, excuse me, when you bring somebody on, somebody has to, I mean, endure the fate of being released. And uh, we released a receiver that I am not even familiar with. Malik Williams. Thank you, Jason N, for bringing that up. Malik Williams got caught. I had no, I know nothing about Malik Williams, so I'm not going to sit here and cap and tell you. Well, it was me. I don't know anything about that, brother. You know what I'm saying? So maybe he's cut for now. Maybe they bring him back later on. Who knows? That's the way that sometimes the game is played. But we'll see how this plays out. Uh, Matt seven one six. What's up, man? Matt says uh, Khalil will play slot, and uh, Khalil will play slot and uh, and receiver during breaks from a long route from Davis, Diggs, and McKenzie as Gabe Davis year one guy. It's, it's possible. I mean, Khalil's going to have uh, his hands full. He's definitely going to do some uh, some damage uh, this year. So we'll see how that uh, we'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that plays out for sure. But uh, shout out to uh, Tavon Austin, man. You have an opportunity. An opportunity. Anybody in the NFL has an opportunity. The minute they freaking sign that piece of paper and put their name on there, they put their John Hancock on that piece of paper, you got an opportunity, right? So you have a chance. You put a helmet on, they give you a helmet. You have an opportunity. You got to wake some teams up. You got to wake some, some coaches up and see what's going on. So we'll see. We'll definitely be paying attention, paying attention to the return spot and who's competing for that. So right now on the top of my head, competing for that uh, kick return, punt return is Marquez Stevenson, Khalil Shakir, Tavon Austin coming in, and obviously uh, Isaiah McKenzie. So those are your four guys that will be competing for a return spot. I know Jameson Crowder used to return back in the day, but I doubt. I doubt that he'll be uh, in the mix uh, because he'll be too busy, you know, say with that receiver number three role. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. So uh, big, big shout out to Tavon Austin. Welcome to the Bills. And uh, we'll see what you got. We will see what you got. So uh, jumping into uh, another topic. My guy, Josh Allen. 
our guy, Josh Allen. So recently, just recently, just a couple days ago, um, Josh Allen teamed up with Pat Mahomes, their buddies outside of football, to go up against Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, right? And it was fun for everybody. Everybody's watching. Everybody's tuning in. Even people that don't even watch golf were tuning in to watch this showdown. What the match is what they called it, right? So a big shout out to people that golf, number one. I have a I have a pair of I have a pair. I have golf clubs. I have a set of golf clubs. I am by no means a golfer. But if somebody says, yo, man, we're going for nine or we're going for 18, do you golf? I say, absolutely not. I don't golf, but I got clubs. You know what I'm saying? And, and any athlete is going to want to play a golf at one point. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's not, you're not sweating like crazy. You're not jogging up and down a court or a field and, and you know, contact. Yo, you just, it's leisure. It's a good time. You, you do it with your boys. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I mean? Hit a couple balls, go to the driving range. You do all that stuff, right? Now, I ain't going to sit here and tell you I got the gloves, I got the, the cleats. No, nah, I don't got all that. You know what I'm saying? But I dabble. I got myself a set. got myself a little bag, and I'm good to go. So I know enough of the game. It's funny enough. I, I know golf only because I used to play Tiger Woods golf on my PlayStation back in the day. So I know the birdies, the eagles, and the holding ones, and all that stuff, and what iron does this, and the driver, the basic shit, right? So Alan... All these guys play golf in the, in the offseason, and it's been a big old thing. But if you guys watched the match, you know what's funny? Jason Taylor says, I, I can't watch golf. I, I would rather watch. Here's the funny thing. I would rather watch golf. This is going to sound crazy. than watch baseball. I cannot watch baseball. That I just can't do. It's slow. It's boring. I just can't do it. Even when it's like playoff baseball, can't. I'd rather watch golf. I ain't gonna cap, man. I'd rather I'd rather watch golf. So watching these guys go at it, I'm sitting here going, my goodness. Pat Mahomes carried Josh Allen. Did he not? Am I tripping? Am I tripping? By the way, I gotta give a shout out to my man, Captain Trips. Captain Trips comes in with a super chat and says, Yo, tighten up. Oh, we got some Titans fans in this bitch. What up, Captain? You know, we we gotta we gotta pay you a visit this year, man. We're gonna pay you a visit. We're gonna handle our business. And then we're gonna, you know what I mean? We're gonna leave with a W. We're not gonna, we're not gonna leave it up for, you know what I mean, interpretation and last play and a slip of a quarterback. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you back. But anyway, I digress. I digress. Uh <laughs> Bada B Crosby says, yo, he did, Josh. And he did, and Josh knew it too. Oh, yes, he did. Give me a second. I'm going to get into this, right? I'm going to get into this. Uh, B. Sully says, yo, Rico, if you bet on a game, you got no choice. <laughs> I hear you, brother. I hear you. So Josh Allen absolutely got carried by Pat Mahomes against Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Like, those are, those are goats in the game. You know what I'm saying? And you got Josh Allen. Got the whole world watching. And the guy that beat you in the divisional round. And I know you guys are buddies, so it's all good. But the guy that beat you in the divisional round 
He's got that bragging right over you because he's now done it twice. AFC Championship game and divisional round. Although we all know we should have won that game, but the results are the results, right? Who made the last play? He did at the end of the day. So he's got that bragging right over you. And now you guys get together and y'all go play, you know what I'm saying, two on two. And he carries you. Oof. That's got to sting a little bit. I know it's all for fun. It's all for fun. And that's your buddy. That's your homie. That's cool. But we see it. He carried your ass. So now you have no choice. No choice this year. But to bring it to his ass. Because we can't lose on the field and on the greens. We can't. We got we to gotta repay his ass back. And I'm, I'm sure of it, Josh is looking like, because he's a competitor. He's a big-time competitor. And I'm sure of it, he hates to lose. And if you guys have ever played golf, golf is as frustrating a game as ever. It is frustrating. You think you have a beautiful drive, and it's going straight, veers right, or slices left. It's, 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 a, it's an infuriating game. And Josh is a strong boy, so he's trying to crush it. I don't, I mean... And I play with some old heads, and old heads, yo, it's not about crushing the ball, man. Just a nice, easy swing. It'll go further than you believe. I'm like, no, fuck that. Bow! Slice. But I bring this up because that's got to sit with Josh Allen a little bit. Just a little bit. That you got guys coaching you, Josh, you got this, man. Yo, you got this, Josh. The encouragements are already coming, coming from everywhere, and you're just, you're just not on your game. And I'm sure Josh plays way better than he did. It just happened to be that day that he wasn't on his on his A game. And you got that little weasel in freaking Pat Mahomes playing pretty decent. Fam, you've got to repay that weasel with a freaking L when we face the Titans. Excuse me, when we face the Chiefs. It's got, it's just gotta happen. It's like, it's like, come on, fam. Like, <laughs> somebody said yo Rico are you happy Gilmore not even close not even close so it's like yo you and I go play pickup you're know saying you like let me let me pick somebody in the chat right now let me pick somebody in the chat right now let's go with um yo Rogers did carry Brady as well Rogers definitely carry Rogers is nice Rogers can play I'm not gonna front Rogers can play so let me go to a New Mexico me and New Mexico Josh wasn't happy about his game but he handled it with class he certainly did that guy, he's pure class, though. Josh Allen is pure class. There's nobody can tell you any different. That Josh, that freaking Josh and Charles Barkley bit. <laughs> Josh be slanging that, boy. <laughs> Yo, Charles, we'll get into that afterwards. But anyway, me and e, New Mexico EJE, we are rivals in high school basketball. You know what I'm saying? He's playing for New Mexico. I'm playing for a team in, in freaking Canada, and we just rocking it, right? We are the two best players in the game. And over summer, we decided to, and everybody's been, you mean, going back and forth with us. And now him and I team up. We're playing two-on-two against, you know what I'm saying, whoever. We're playing two-on-two against Zbot and Pierre. You know what I'm saying? And these guys are already in there. They're they're the goats. And New Mexico is just killing the game. And I'm just a bystander. I'm bricking every shot there is. You know what I'm saying? I'm missing, I'm giving him, you know me, entry passes, and they're just kicking off his feet. I'm just playing awful. And he's keep feeding me back and saying, yo, hit this shot, man. You got this. And I'm breaking him. 
I can't have that. We're rivals, and you've been beating my ass as a rival in high school, and now we're two-on-two, and I'm playing like crap. I can't have that. So the next time I play you, I'm waxing that ass in high school because I'm going to remember you beating my ass before and me playing like garbage and you carrying me in our basketball game. Fam, we can't have that. So Josh Allen, as a competitor that I know you are, there's a small chip on the shoulder. You have got to make sure that you wax his ass and let him know the last W is going to be with you. I just hope that's the case because right now on the flip side, Pat Mahomes is like, it's what I do. You know what I'm saying? I beat you in the AFC championship game. I beat you in the divisional run, in the divisional game. I carried your ass on the freaking greens. And on top of that, when I have steak, I eat it with ketchup. What you going to do? Ooh, that's got to sting. A man that eats steak with ketchup? And I let him carry me on the greens? Ooh, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. Could you imagine? Well, sir, we got we to gotta repay him back. We got to get his ass back. You know what I'm saying? So when the Bills play, when the Bills play the damn Chiefs, we got to make sure that we he knows what's good. What week we play them again? We play them what? Week what? Week seven? One, two, three, four, five, six. We put them week six. Let's go, man. We're not messing around, man. We want them. We're going to get that ass week six. And if we have to get them again in the playoffs, which we probably will, we'll get them again. And then win the whole damn thing this time. But we'll see how it plays out. <laughs> we'll see how it plays out. But Josh has got to have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, knowing that everybody watched Pat Mahomes, the ketchup eating steak. You know what I'm saying? Nah, we can't have that. We certainly cannot have that. Bada Bing Crosby. <laughs> Bada Bing says, hey, Josh's last putt was almost legendary. That would have made up for the for doing nothing all game. It would have. It was a that was a big putt. And then you got Aaron Rodgers draining long putts. Listen, that putt would have been nice. Now, there were some good moments though. Charles Barkley was giving mad love to Josh Allen and then said. He likes the way Josh Allen slangs that. <laughs> Sorry. He likes the way Josh Allen slangs that thing. <laughs> Charles Barkley. Yo, Charles Barkley, boy, I tell you, he's one of the funniest people you'll ever meet. If you ever just, if you listen to TNT and listen to him, Shaq, Ernie, and Kenny, they, they absolutely just, they're, they're the, they're the funniest foursome. They're the funniest foursome covering sports. I'll tell you, man, too good. And Charles Barkley is no is is no is no stranger. You know what I'm saying? Josh Allen slanging that. I love the way you slang that thing. Excuse me. <laughs> Come on now, Chuck. You got You got to laugh at those situations. But here's hoping. Here is hoping to Josh Allen bouncing back, and you know, saying repaying that little weasel that likes to eat his steak with ketchup, repaying him on the field because you know. You know for a fact that Pat Mahomes is kind of hold on to that. You know what I'm saying? And if you've been golfing before, and I, I actually, I absolutely hate it. Where so, like, I go, I go golfing with my father-in-law, and he'll like give me a pointer. I don't mind the pointer, yo. If you do this, open your toes up a little bit, open your face up on your club, you should be able to X Y Z. But then, 
the more chatter in the back. No, you got to do this. No, flip it around here. Do that. Yo, it'd be better if you use this. Yo, let me just do my shit. It comes a time where you're like, yo, enough already. So I hope, I hope that Josh Allen is ready to freaking repay that because Mahomes is going to be sitting here. Yo, fam, I own you, bro. And we can't have that. We cannot have that. So shout out to Josh. I know he's going to get his shit together. Trust me. And I know that. And the beautiful thing about this whole situation is he ain't a professional golfer. He's a professional football player. So that's where we know that he's going to get his, that he's going to get his stuff in. So we'll go see how that plays out, baby. We'll see how that all plays out. Uh, Matt 716 says, yo, plus Mahomes was drunk. Yo, can you imagine Mahomes was tipsy and he was carrying Josh Allen? No, we can't have that. <laughs> we cannot have that folks. We can't. And Josh was blood. <laughs> yo, it did make Josh feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> uncomfortable slash like he was like shy when he when he heard what's his face they were chuck when he heard chuck telling him that he was slanging that thing brit must have been like yeah he does slang that but chuck not for you my g <laughs> hey but it is what it is man it is what it is so um jim Liventhal, what's up jim jim says yo i went golfing once in newfane i got hammered and the only time i drove straight was when i was taking a running start like happy gilmore well damn that's actually pretty impressive. You were licked up and you took a running start and you smashed that thing. Good for you. I will say, man, I've I've had some some really good shots. I've had some really good drives. And I've had some horrible ones. The one thing that I don't know about you guys, but I anytime I go golfing, I bring and buy my own. I buy my own. I buy my own golf balls. I buy my own golf balls and I bring like a like a whole like a bag of 30 of them. You know what I'm saying? I bring that. Why? Because I know for a fact that I'm going to lose golf balls. At least six. Least. At least six I'm losing. And that's if I'm lucky if I only do nine holes. <laughs> if I do 18, yo, double that up. I lose a lot of... So and some people, they value the golf balls, right? Sometimes they go looking for golf balls and they, they value them. Don't don't with me. That shit's going out the way. Yo, I'm going to lose a few. So I bring my own golf balls and we roll. I don't know about y'all, but that, that's, that's how I deal. So um, maybe it just makes me need to practice a little more. I just need to practice. That's what it comes out to. <laughs> that's what needs to happen, man. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so we'll see how this plays out, man. It was actually entertaining. At least it gave someone, it gave a lot, a lot of us something to watch. Uh, trash talking was, was okay. I mean, I expected more trash talking, but it is what it is. But Tom Brady is just known for that. Tom Brady... I feel like Tom Brady, when he takes his digs, his, his, his digs are like, they're meant to be, they're meant to pierce you. They're meant to really hurt you <laughs> with, with Tom Brady's digs, man. You know what I'm saying? When he's like, Josh Hines never, he never will and never has. And yo, fam, just take it easy, Tom Brady. All right. You've been playing for 20 plus, 20 plus years. Just relax. You feel me? But dude, when Tom Brady gets on you, yo, he's on your ass, man. He is on your ass, and he actually means that shit. So, listen, if we can, if we, if Tom, listen, an epic season, an epic season for the Bills this year would be to beat I'm trying to think of all the, all the quarterbacks that that we're facing. So, for me, okay, you, you have to beat Tua. To just make make the Dolphins just shut the hell up. You beat them, right? 
But that's just that's on the that's on the whatever. So you got to beat Pat Mahomes. You must. You got to beat Aaron Rodgers. That would be epic, right? So then you go in. Then you got to beat Joe Burrow. You got to beat Joe Burrow. All right. You got to spank Mac Macaroni Jones. It's a must. You've got to spank Macaroni Jones. So that's four quarterbacks right there. Once we get to the playoffs, if we have to, because we've already beaten Pat Mahomes, if, if we do it, we've already beaten Aaron Rodgers. Those are the two best in the game. And if we have the opportunity to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl, and beat Tom Brady, that's your trifecta. That's, that, that, that's, that's an epic season. That's how it, that, if your season ends that way and the Bills win it and beating all those guys, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. That is for sure. You come to say hi? Wife, wifey's coming to say what's up. Come on in. The cat, the, the light's making you look white as hell. <laughs> yeah, you look white as hell. Maybe it's because I'm in there because I'm I'm so dark. No, I think it's like it's no, the light. It's the lighting. It's the lighting. The lighting got you looking mad white. I'm gorgeous. How dare you? <laughs> not saying white people aren't. That's not why yeah. it came out. Terribly, you got a little more color than that, but you I look do. like a, like a snow bunny. <laughs> anyway, yeah, wifey's already on that. Now that she's now that she's not pregnant, she she's can sit. Been on that. Yeah, she's been on that. Anyway, I, I need you to come be honest. Yeah, I got you. So not like that. We, they well, they get you like that. They get you not later. They get you. No, that's not. <laughs> okay. So the way the way I look at it is this: at the end of the day. That's an epic season. <laughs> you good? <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's she's licked up. Bit. It's Friday. I told y'all, folks, it's Friday. But anyway, we handle that season like the way we need to. Game over. Game over. So, Matt Seven One Six says, "Yo, Nate Clements made my night watching that hit." Psst, that's football like that. Ain't football. We we don't have football like that anymore. Football like that is non-existent. We, that's that's over and done with. Like we never gonna see hits like that from Nate Clements that that put on Tom Brady. We ain't never gonna see that no more. That the game is completely changed, for sure. It's over with. You're not gonna see that. And if you do, bad boy, that's a flagrant seventeen. You out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're done for the season. You're kicked out. It's over with. So it's it's, a, it's just what it is, man. Um, my man said. Um, William Stellan says, yo, Rico, where you get your hat? My Yo, I've had this hat for a minute now. And uh, I got this. Where did I get this hat? Did I get this in Buffalo? I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys can see it. I'll give you a side profile, but it's actually, it's bubbled out. It's bubbled out. It's a classic. It's a classic ball cap. Um, one of my favorites, actually. It's pretty dope. But I think I got it in Buffalo or I got it somewhere, some, somewhere here in, in Canada somewhere. I can't remember where. But yeah, man. Everybody says, yo, say hello to the missus. I definitely will say hello to the missus. She's feeling good right now. She's got a little drinks in her system. And she's straight. She's straight like that. Um, he's yo, drinking while YouTubing. I've done it before. I've done it before. It's a thing. You don't want me to do that because I get a little sloppy. I've done it before when Kevin was on with me. This was years ago. And we, we were on some, we were talking Michael Vick. And he was talking about Michael Vick is not a, a Hall of Fame player, and I was like, "Yes, he is a Hall of Fame player. It's just a matter of time. We'll see. We'll see if it goes on. If it, if it goes on. If it goes on like that. But anyway, 
Folks, one last topic for me, and that is fantasy football, and then I got one rant, and then I'm out of here. I got in on fantasy football last week, but we didn't really touch on it too much. But we were talking about, like, is it appropriate to grab a quarterback in the first round? And I say absolutely. But there's only two or three quarterbacks that you should ever grab, maybe four, that you should grab in the first round, in my opinion. Pat Mahomes, you grab him in the first round. Josh Allen, you grab him in the first round. If you can grab Kyler Murray because of what he does with his feet, and he, he gets yardage, there's no, there's no question about that, that would be one. And then Aaron Rodgers is another. Actually, I'll put a fifth, Lamar Jackson. You could get away with Lamar Jackson, but that's, that's, that's iffy. That's, a, that's I'm pushing it with Lamar Jackson. But you could definitely go Lamar Jackson in the first round. But, like, after that, you got to get your running back. So what I wanted to touch on was your top three running backs that you guys would, would take in these fantasy, fantasy seasons, right? Under, excuse me, underrated running back. The, the running back that you don't get in the first two or three rounds, but they, they will put in work. And I got, I got three for you. I got three for you that I think you guys could, should consider. Um, that I'm definitely going to consider. That's going to be, I wouldn't say under the radar, but like not many people are maybe talking about, about this, about this running back. about well, these running backs. So the number one running back that I I'm I'm thinking like yo like under the radar that might that might that dude might slip but he's gonna get some time to play. It's the end. The 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 Jacksonville Jaguars RB. I think that he's going to uh, Travis Etienne. I think he's gonna put some uh, he's gonna put some 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 work in, and I think he's really gonna help out some teams if you try if you try to drive travis it's in later in the rounds because i mean he got hurt last year so no really not 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 anybody's talking about him so he's gonna be ready to roll you gotta go with travis it's so that's that's uh that's one of the rbs that I, i'm thinking of um i'm tricky Brees hall might be one that you can probably grab later the only problem with Brees hall is that he's got carter he's gonna be splitting time with and that's you can't do a whole lot with that you can't do a whole lot with that, man. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. And lastly, lastly, maybe we get, I get stuck. I mean, I mean, third time, third time's a charm. Third time's a charm, excuse me. But could Devin Singletary be a, a dark horse to make some things happen? I know we got Zach Moss. I know we have uh, James Cook. But could Devin sit? Because I've taken Devin sit tw- two years in a row now. <laughs> so maybe that's the Homerism in me. Uh, salute to my guy, Jeff King. What up, Jeff King? Good to see you, Mrs. Bellany. <laughs> she just left, and I'm going to show her that you sent uh, all your love, my man, Jeff King. Shout out to my man, Jeff King. That's my guy right there. Um, and thirdly, would be Devin Singletary. Do you think Devin Singletary would be a solid under the radar pick? Could he have that year? Could he? Ah. I might, I might, I might be biting, I might be like taking on Devin Singletary for a third time. And I might be like, nah, I shouldn't have done that because time is going to be, but at the end of the day, man, you saw what he was able to do last year at the end of the season. And he came on, you got Roger Saffold. Now you got a new offensive coordinator. You know what I'm saying? We got Ryan Bates coming back. Maybe just maybe 
Devin Singletary has his breakout season. Breakout season. So what do you think? Travis Etienne, Brees Hall, Devin Singletary. I don't know. We're going to see. We'll see how that plays out, man. I'm hoping that uh, I, can, I can stay. I can stay, you know me, stealing on something and see how that plays out, man. Uh, William says, hey, hey, hello, Rico. How do you, how to say my last name is Stalen? Ah, Mr. Stalen. I appreciate you, my G. Mr. Stalen. I'm going to say Mr. I'm going to call you Mr. But folks, that's it for me. Um, it was a quick show today, but I uh, just wanted to uh, to jump on here, show some love. So Tavon Austin has an opportunity. It's an opportunity. That's what it is. We don't have a clear-cut kick return, punt return guy, so this is where he comes in. Can he be a dark horse to make the 53-man roster, 55-man roster? It's very possible. It's very possible. So, you know I mean? Everybody's got to be on their freaking, on their grizzly because when these outside guys come in and, and they, they make some noise, and it's not like he's some no-name guy. He's not a no-name guy. So he he they brought him in for a reason. So we're gonna see how that, that plays out. So let's see uh let's see our guy our guy step their game up in Stevenson. Let's see our guys step their game up in Khalil and don't allow the outsider to come in and, and take your spot. But if he does, that means he earned it and he's ready to go. But I think uh I think Khalil might be our guy that takes over, but maybe they're unsure of Khalil. So we'll see. We'll see how that 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 ends up playing out. So um Let's uh, let's see how that does, man. Let's see how he does. So, secondly, the last thing that I, I wanted to uh, to touch on, uh, obviously Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, is retiring. So, salute to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, hell of a career with the Bills. Hell of a career. Hell of a career. A long career overall in the NFL. I mean, from a, from a, a league that allows you only to stay in this league three years on average where you can be out of the league quick things. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of players right now that if you, if you blink twice, man, they're going to be out of the league and they feel like it feels like they just got here. So you, listen, man, you got to take care of your business. You got to take care of your business. So hopefully that's the case. So that being said, I'm getting the signal upstairs that I got to get off this thing. Cause I know I got company over, but uh, all together, listen, things are about to ramp up soon. We're starting to tie out, tie, tie in some players to bring to make this team better. And uh you just we just gotta we gotta play it out well. We gotta play it out well. We gotta really take full advantage of the teams that aren't supposed to be on your level, and we gotta crush them. That's exactly what's gotta happen this year. And I think we will. I think we'll make that happen. Um lastly for me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make my attempt to do it again. All right. I we love our bills. I love the Bills. I love everything about the Bills. I love everything about the team, the the social media game they're doing. They're killing it. But again, I plead to you guys that the AV team, you know what I'm saying? The audio-visual team, but more so the audio team, do me a favor. Would you guys fix the audio so we can hear the freaking reporters asking the questions to the players that are on the podium, to the coaches on the podium. We get sick and tired of not being able to hear the questions coming from the crowd. Do us a favor because we're all wanting to hear everything. That's the content, right? It's hard to take on the content when you're getting half of it. 
and you're trying to get up in get up in the mic and try to hear it and then when you when you think you heard everything and then here comes the person on the podium blasting through the mic and you're like ah you feel me bills fans fix the freaking audio buy some freaking boom arms put it over the seats in all rows so all reporters wherever they're sitting they can maintain their six feet i don't know if you guys are still doing that and ask the question so we can actually hear them my goodness anyway and scene i'm done <laughs> i'm done i just I, I had to get that i had to get that out and off my chest man get the boom arm over top that way it's not in the way and we can still hear great questions coming from those the beat reporters and the and the national reporters and whoever that's all i gotta say man so that's it for me folks i hope that now that my audio is clear and everything i can get that out there and i can clip that and put that out there but anyway i appreciate you guys always tuning in it's it's always great to chop it up with you guys. The message is being sent from upstairs. And when I say upstairs, the wifey, she, I told her, when it's 9 o'clock, stamp on that floor and let me know because it's 9 o'clock my time, it's 8 o'clock your time. But I appreciate you guys always tuning in. And um, it's always love, man. So uh, you guys have yourself a great freaking weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Be good. Be kind to one another. It doesn't take much. Don't be a dickhead. Don't be a see you next Tuesday. You guys can figure that out. If you guys are, You guys are smart like that. You know what I'm saying? And a big shout out to the chat. And a big shout out to my man P Money's in the chat. You're late and uh it's all good. We're gonna talk it up. We're gonna talk it up later on, man. We got big things coming to your way, guys. Um, if you guys are not on Twitter, jump on Twitter because we got something coming your way soon. So keep an eye out and we go from there. If you guys are not following me on Twitter, right here, Rico underscore BF with another underscore. And a shout out to my man Jeff King. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for coming on early. It was great catching the show live. My man, Jeff King. I hope you enjoyed your steak today. Did you have steak today? Pork? What did you do today? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we'll chop it up. I'm sure we will. Um, and uh, we'll definitely have to catch a game, Mr. King. Anyway, you already know what that is. So, folks, enjoy the rest of your evening. Life is short. Don't be harboring ill will towards nobody. Man, We got no time for that shit. We really don't, man. So show love always. And, folks, I'm out of here. So until next time. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gone. And we'll catch you on the flip side. I got to go get some pizza. I got to go drink some wine and drink some, you know what I'm saying, some good stuff. And uh, we'll go from there, man. And we'll catch you on the flip side. We'll see you next week. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. It's your boy Rico. It's the Rico Report. And I'm going to catch you on the flip side. And I'm gone. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I got to let that beat play out. I'm a big fan smooth man folks all right i'm out of here peace love and we'll catch you on the flip let's go
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.